0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington.
1: And I am Bill Knight. Good morning, sir. Hope everything's going well for you. You started a diet.
0: Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> there's, there's no secrets in this uh in this uh yeah podcast. Yes, I started a diet, which is always uh, Hell. It's just fun. It's just I look it's forward hell. to it. I hate it.
1: I really do. It, <laughs> do. it is hell.
0: Yes. But I did, I did
1: it. I did it a while back. You know that. And, and, and it worked. It went. Look,
0: it looks great. My my uh my daughter is my um coach and she's she's fabulous. But she just doesn't she doesn't pull any punches and uh I mean she just there's no getting around it. You know, I used to be able to make excuses. Mm-hmm. They don't cut it anymore. <laughs> you know? So anyway, uh hopefully I'll sound thinner as the days and weeks progress. Um shall we uh Jump into this. A, a lot of things happening. But, you know, the big stories that are happening in the world, they're not talking about. They're not talking about the uh, troops in Poland. That's kind of no. faded away. You know, the, they celebrated in Korea, um, I guess it's the anniversary of the armistice from the Korean War. and really? uh, But they did it in a way which, I guess, shows that they're getting closer to hostilities again. Both of sides... Course. You know, so we we look at the Ukraine, we look at China and Taiwan, we look at all these other places. But you know, the Korean Peninsula could be a problem soon too. A lot of hot spots that are uh, floating around out there. Also, Bill, did you see there was a? This is we're kind of jumping around here. There was a a funnel cloud right over the Capitol in Washington when, when they were talking about impeachment. Yeah. It's like God was saying something. (laughs) The storm is coming. Yes. Well, you know, but here's
1: what I got a a question about. Because everybody's talking impeachment, 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 which we're going finally, finally, finally. Okay. Biden impeachment, which also means that uh, there was obstruction of justice they're talking about. So you got people that will also be impeached from their jobs or fired from the IRS, the DOJ and the FBI, because who knew what, when? And it's obvious that they knew something oh, for a long time, yeah. And we're squashing it, and now that snake head is out of the hole, and you know you're sitting there with a machete about to whack it off, but they say it's going to be a bipartisan you know, thing. And I'm going, bipartisan. No, well, know. that means deals are going to be struck and yes. some of these people are going to walk away.
0: Yeah, you know. That it, was the thing that stuck out to me. Bill, th- that is so true. And there is no bipartisanship in D.C. It is one-sided, really. The Democrats yeah. will appear to be bipartisan when they have an opportunity to be partisan, if you can if he can follow that uh, little scenario. I
1: follow it exactly. Yeah. And, uh,
0: and, you know, Sometimes
1: you got to jump, you got to jump sides to sit there and save your own ass. <laughs> that's and, true. That's and true. that's, yeah, that's what they're going to do. And they're going to, and they're going to save whoever they can and protect whatever they can. Because let's face it. I mean, corrupt uh, corruption runs on both sides. The DNC
0: know, but, apparently is uh, raising hell uh, in, in that they're saying that the real speaker of the house isn't McCarthy. It's, Donald Trump apparently they're they're complaining because uh, McCarthy is jumping through hoops that he uh, is reluctant to jump through because he's being shoved by President Trump I don't care who shoves him I think he's got to jump through these hoops I think at the very least we have to show that uh, even if the the impeachment process doesn't remove him from office it, it still has to be on his record that we knew what he did you know and uh, and he's done so much folks i mean they impeached trump for a bad phone call and and mm-hmm. you look at biden and this millions and millions of dollars of corruption and graft and they're they're considering and it's
1: getting bigger and bigger i know, bigger. <laughs> I know. but it's you amazing. know you got to wonder biden's always had blunders you know of recent years but there's some blunders that i'm wondering are they really blunders mm. or are they props in case they see the impeachment coming because they say well you know we could get this process going in september i'm going september damn it get it going this week i know they'll drop it this week but then they got august off so it would be mid-september before anything would happen and boy can a lot of stuff be swept under the carpet before they start looking so you know it, it 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 may be just way too late before we get anything going but those little things that I'm going. Did he really, really say this? Like, well, he said it.
0: Yeah. You know, he well, says it are, are you talking about the uh, comment he made yesterday about the fact that he cured cancer?
1: Well, there's that one. He also said that you know, uh, over a hundred people died
0: from COVID. Well, Bill, let's let him say it.
2: And there's still, <laughs> we're still feeling the profound loss of the pandemic. As I mentioned, we have over 100 people dead.
0: That's 100 empty chairs around the kitchen table. First of all, that's a big table you got in your yeah, kitchen. that's, <laughs> that's Boy, a huge- I'll
1: tell you what, you know, uh, 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 what do they call it? Uh, you know, Well, you didn't need Viagra in that family. Let's
0: put it that way. <laughs> if you there have was- 100 chairs, you don't need television. Anyway. Um, Mom and dad didn't. <laughs> that's true. I got to tell you, the Biden uh, gaffes continued. I mean. That was one thing about the 100 COVID uh, deaths. I'm not even sure where he got that figure or what he was talking about. For that matter, well, I don't think he, he didn't know it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, you know, no but the good news is that Joe is convinced, and he's trying to convince you, that uh, he's cured cancer.
3: If you could do
2: anything at all, Joe, what would you do?
3: I said I'd cure cancer. And he looked at me like, why cancer? Because no one thinks we can. That's
0: why. And we can we got rid of cancer as we know it. We got rid of cancer as we know it. That's what he said. We got yeah. rid of cancer as we know it. Joe. Oh, Joe. Joe,
1: the next thing you really need to work on, Joe, listen to me. I know you listen to the podcast, Joe. All the time. Brain fog. You have it. You know. So you should know how to cure it because you sure as hell have, you know, you've lost your way in your head somewhere. There's a big cloud of fog up there.
0: He is hey. uh, He's amazing. You know, they asked Corrine Jean-Pierre about uh, – Oh, yeah. Uh, what, do, what do you think about the impeachment? And uh, here's what she said. Look,
4: I'm not going to get into hypotheticals. I'm not going to get into what the House Republicans may or may not do.
0: Uh, Kareen, can we hear that again?
4: Look, I'm not going to get into hypotheticals. I'm not going to get into what the House Republicans may or may not do.
0: So that's, you're not going to say nothing <laughs> because that's what she said. Nothing. Uh, yeah. But boy, she's got something to say when it seems to be good. You know. You know, it's really funny. At first, she said. That the Bidens were away during the cocaine, you know, uh, found in the White House story, which seems to have disappeared. I got a little something on that uh, coming up in a few seconds with uh, with Dan Dan Bongino. But uh, she said initially that the Bidens weren't in the White House when they found the cocaine, and then I guess they I guess they said, well, well, maybe they were there on Friday, which is when, by the way, yeah. they found the uh, cocaine. I mean they keep changing stories. You know with the Barack Obama story, you know with the chef, the the poor guy who drowned uh in Martha's mm-hmm. Vineyard on the pa- on the uh, paddleboard. Uh yeah. at first they said the Obamas weren't on Ma- Martha's Vineyard when they uh, the accident happened. And then they said, "Well, wait a second, um
1: uh, maybe they were." I mean, Yeah, now what the hell is it with these Democrats? Because, you know, "I wasn't there." Well, yeah, it was. You know, by, uh uh, Hunter's cocaine. Uh, yeah. They weren't in the White House, uh, and they were. You know,
0: they, they keep jumping around. They can't make their stories, uh, you know, line up. And they always have to do retractions and and because uh, they're liars. You know, I guess I guess there's something to be said for that. But uh, anyway, uh, apparently the Bidens were in the White House on the Friday when they found the the cocaine. But uh, I'm I'm sure that it wasn't Joe's or Hunter's because I'm sure some other poor slob left it there. Uh, if you got a moment, I want to play. A, this is a long bit. Okay. This is like, uh-huh. it is like a long enough for you to go out and get coffee at, uh, at Starbucks or a Dunkin. All right. But anyway, uh, but it's a good bit. It's Dan Bongino. And he's talking about, you know, he was a secret service agent in, secret in age. the White house. Yeah. And, uh, he, he's talking about, uh, the cocaine story. And, uh, he, you know he still hears from his friends who are still active in the secret service and here's what he said
2: now let's bring in dan bongino host of the dan bongino show and author of the gift of failure dan good that an old friend not old guy but an old friend long time dan good to see you back yeah, on man. tv Lo- love doing it with you again so can you weigh in on, on trump announcing this morning that here comes again another indictment they they, just, they they just can't leave the guy alone can they
3: no, no, that, well, they can't. Uh, well, let's just be clear about one thing, and let's just cut all the kind of, you know, out right now, okay? We are living in a police state right now. Anyone who thinks otherwise, just consult a history book, seek professional mental help, take a Xanax. I don't know what you need to do, But if there was a 12-step guide to, like, here's your 12-step guide to implementing a socialist police state, right? We're already past step 12. We're on, like, the sequel to that book now. We're already there. Political prosecution, censorship online, attacks on free speech, attacks targeted at specific religious groups, uh, people self-censoring because they're afraid of the government, the hiring of new IRS agents and personnel to target you and your money. We live in the police state now. Now it's clear they fear Trump the most Because now, Eric, Trump knows where the bodies are buried He had four years We had a, you know, the Abraham Accords He had the tax cuts, regulatory reform Supreme Court, just, Supreme Court justices Great four years But there were some issues there The police state hit him the whole time Some personnel issues We, you know, I hope we fix this time and I think we will But they are terrified of him Because now he knows he's coming in with a battle plan He knows where the bodies are buried And uh, I, I believe you know, if we don't take off like kind of the seven-headed hydra and get rid of the people at the top of all of these agencies that are involved in these police state prosecutions, we're not going to go anywhere and get anything done. Because don't ever forget, people are policy, Eric. The Constitution's great, the greatest governing document in the history of any known sentient being. However, it's only as good as the people who respect it, right? Or else it's just a piece of paper. People are the darn policy, people. And we got to get rid of the people in charge now. That's what within- so just that, mass
2: that's the biggest fear. The biggest fear is he gets back in and, and, and cleans house. He says he's going to get rid of bureaucrats and they call him a fascist. Dan, we wanted to talk to you about this. Uh, I mean, this, America cares that cocaine was found in the people's house, in, in the White House. Now you have a law enforcement background. Any question in your mind that the person who left that coke there is known to others?
3: Well, I worked in the White House for four and a half years. I'm only 48 years old. So a decent portion of my life was spent working in the White House. I was an agent for 12 where I was working protection details as well and was intimately familiar with protection and security plans. So I know Waves, the White House access visitor entry system and how it works. Listen, Eric, I mean, can we just, <laughs> you know, I haven't been on TV in a while, man. I've been kind of just like chilling a little bit, but... Can we just like talk in common sense terms? I worked there 12 years. We never found Coke in the White House. In a decade plus two years, I worked there in the secret service and no friend has contacted me since. So we haven't found any Coke in the White House. Yet you get a guy who's on tape on his computer, smoking the crack, you know, doing his thing with hookers looks like a UFC match. We don't know what the hell he's doing in there, right? The guy's got a history of drug use. The guy's got a history of life. He moves into the White House. He was there on Friday. The crack's found on Sunday. And we're all sitting around like, man... Who the hell you think could have brought that Coke in the Oh, I don't know. Who could have possibly done it? Now, do I know it's Hunter Biden's crack? I don't know that. However, having been a former criminal investigator, I'm not stupid either. If you're looking for a list of suspects, suspect numero uno is Hunter Biden. You're not slipping in white powder into the White House without being escorted by staff or having some kind of a hard pass. Was it the staff? Doubt it, they're drug tested. Was it the Secret Service? No freaking way, brother. Uniform division, Secret Service? Nope. White House mess? Nope, they're military, they're drug tested too. So who is it, a hard pin staffer? A hard pin staffer's gonna do coke in the White House? Hey, I feel like doing coke today, where should I do it? Oh, let's do it in the White House, that's a great idea. Uh, I think it's fairly obvious this is either some Biden family member or a friend of that said person who was escorted in. I'm gonna say one more thing because let's just say some people called me. I addressed this on my show today, but I wanna put it on Newsmax because you guys got a you know nice following here. Let's just say a friend called me up and said, don't preclude the possibility that the cocaine found in the White House there was not accidentally left behind. In other words, it was left there deliberately for someone to find, and let's just say someone else may have found it. So. That's a story I kind of yeah. heard from someone yeah. who may know a little something so, about so, something. We'll see what happens, but so they know it, who it, is, it,
2: I'm it sure. It's very. Yeah, I agree, they, they have to know. Secret Service is the top of the top law enforcement agency in the land. I I, I believe them fully. My problem is someone's leaning on them, Dan. Someone is leaning, they know. Someone's telling them not to expose who this is. I'm not saying it's Hunter or Joe, I, I don't know. But for the Secret Service Eric, they to, know. To, to, yeah, Listen, they have to know, right? They
3: know. Eric, every single person I've worked with who's called me has told me they know. Let me ask you a simple question. Hold on, let's do a little test here. So I didn't even plan to do, here's a baggie. This is ear pieces for my studio. This is a plastic baggie, right? So let's just say this is uh, cocaine, right? So now you're assuming like this non-porous substance that that would rapidly take up a latent fingerprint, right? Because you're holding it like this and you have oils in your fingers. Let's just say the guy, oh, he goes like this. He manages before he puts it in the cubby to magically wipe it up. Now he puts it in the cubby. How does he close the cubby? It's a hinge door. What does he do with his tongue like this? How does he not leave a fingerprint? And then let's just say you wipe the bed off. You did one of these and you managed to close the cubby with like your elbow or something. And no one's going to think this is suspicious at all. You turn the key with what? How do you turn the key with your elbows? How do you do that? It's a little tiny key. Well, a sensible person would turn it like this you know, with their fingers and leave a fingerprint. You're telling me on the bag, on the cubby door, and on the key that magically not a single fingerprint was left behind? I mean, really, uh, you know, don't pee on my leg, man. You know, and Dan, raining, to be honest okay? with you,
2: I, you've spent time in the White House. I've spent, those cubbies are right by the entrance to the, uh, to the White House, right yes. by the reception desk. You go yes. to the left, there's cubbies there. Eric, how small is that area? Tiny. Tell people how small. Tiny, it is. Tiny. Right. and there's cameras
3: everywhere, and there's a there's a guard so, at the so, front so door. So you and I are both seated. <sighs> Just vouch for me with the audience. There is zero way you would put something in that cubby in some right. surreptitious manner
2: without right. five or six people looking going, dude, what are you doing? Are you it's doing? a tiny right. area. Right. And they have a guard at the entrance to the cubby, a separate guard, watching what's going on. Dan, really good. Ha- Great to be back with you, brother. Good to bring you back and again. Hope- Can we do it again? Let's it? Do, it again. do it again. I, 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 as, do it folks, is a good friend of mine. <laughs> Dan Bongino, thank you so much.
0: That's uh, Eric Bowling and Dan Bongino, right. and, uh, you know, uh, Bongino is passionate about, you know, what he thinks happened down there. And he says he, at the very end, I don't know if he picked it up, he's, he seemed to uh, imply that some people believe that somebody brought the cocaine and left it there for somebody to come and get. You know, it was like a, a, yeah, it was drop. a drop off. Yeah. yeah. So well, uh, go ahead.
1: Well, I was just going to say, Gino, You know, this was in his lane, so yeah, he could get excited because he knows the inner workings of uh, being in the White House because he was a secret agent man, and that's what he did. That's what he does. That's that's it's in his makeup. Twelve so years. He knows, you know. Yeah, so he knows it. He lives it. He he breathed it. He knows exactly what happened. It's it's like the back of his well, hand. You know, he understands. Wouldn't
0: it. it? Doesn't it disappoint you to think that if If the if the Secret Service actually did miss that bag of cocaine, that says to me that they they fell down. They, They fell down big time on their job. If somebody can get a bag of cocaine into the White House without being caught, then with all of the different steps and safeguards they have all the way from the street to where that bag was dropped off. Uh that says to me that that they're incompetent, but I don't think they are. I not think all they angels
1: know. are good. There are dark angels too. So what I'm saying by that is, or what I mean by that, there could have been somebody that is a secret agent man that uh might not be such a good one.
0: I don't know. I, I, I think that uh he had, I heard Bon Gino addressed that part uh on his radio show. He said, yeah. you know, uh People have said that it might be a Secret Service agent that might have dropped the cocaine off. He said, "But you you couldn't get a Secret Service agent to jeopardize his career for a bag of cocaine. There's not enough money in the world. They put too really? much. You've got politicians well, to jeopardize. Everything. You've got
1: a lot of people to jeopardize. I think their what lives. he's
0: saying though is that they're a different breed of animal. They, and trust me, politicians." Uh, are a breed in and of themselves, okay? But the Secret Service, if you are in that branch, for one thing, you've said that you're going to uh, protect the president and his family with your life. That's kind of a different animal than the the swamp dwellers that end up in politics. So I wouldn't compare the two. Uh, I do think that uh, he's right. I I don't think the Secret Service would... uh, And plus, again, it's not just one guy... That can sneak it by. There are so many different uh, backstops. There's a lot of people, you know, between the street and where that bag was put, that even if one guy wanted to break the rules, he probably would get caught. And and you know, it goes also to cameras, Bill. Cameras. That place has got cameras all over the place now. The White House. They there's no privacy in the White House. Because so you,
1: either the camera is turned off or the, they're covering
0: up. Well, do you remember in the Capitol, January 6th, there was a camera everywhere. We have video from all over the place. As a matter of fact, uh, McCarthy yeah, but, said to Tucker, I'll give you 200-plus uh, hours of video we have from our Capitol cameras. And he never did anything with that. Of course, Tucker didn't last uh, another couple of months because Fox dismissed him. But, uh the fact of the matter is, if they have capital uh, cameras in the Capitol, you know they got them all over the White House.
1: Yeah, but they have uh, uh, selective viewing on the, those cameras, I'm sure. In well, other words, somebody, you know, you, you've got pla- bad players everywhere, so it doesn't
0: matter well, how secure something is. There's a bad player somewhere involved yeah, but in would, every aspect. If you're watching the security cameras and you see somebody drop a bag of something uh, somewhere, uh, I would submit that you can't count on it being a drug. It could be, uh, it could be some kind of a, a disease. You know what do they call it? Uh, anthrax or something like that. I was going to say anthrax. Yeah, yeah it, it, that would be it, the first it, thing. It could be uh, an explosive powder. It could be, you know, uh, any number of things that could have been in that bag. So you just can't say, oh, it's not just a bag of cocaine. We don't have to go check that out right now. I, I would think that if they see something laid around like that, they would have been all over it. I think they probably somebody was all over it. Somebody finally did do their job and found that bag of cocaine. Uh, right. But anyway, I just I'm I I I think we're being sold a bill of goods by uh, the people in the administration by downplaying this whole thing. We deserve to know who put that bag there. We deserve to know why they put the bag there, and we deserve to know what they're going to do to that person for, for for breaking that law. You know, I yeah, mean, but. You know nothing's happened yet, and
1: uh, the, this month, I mean, we're already today is the twenty sixth. How many days have we got
0: left? Four, five, five. What five you, days before the uh, before what the end of the month? August, because then you got August. Yeah. And what happens in August? Well, they go on, they go on uh, break. The so
1: nothing's going to happen. So you know, all they got to do is just you know play
0: the shell game here for a little longer, and then they can just. You know, it'll it'll be gone. Well, you know, if they they have said that they are going to get this impeachment rolling before the break, uh, I'll believe it when I see it. You know, the other thing is this: I heard McCarthy say they're doing hearings about possibly impeaching, as opposed to just doing impeachment. You know, I mean, they could literally just start the impeachment process today, but they're doing like hearings to decide whether they should. If that makes any sense at all it's a
1: that's a delay and you know they're talking about you know you got people in the irs you got people in the doj the fbi that all knew who knew what when where and why and how well that's important because if they knew and they didn't do anything and they are part of the problem and that means they need to go and there's a lot at stake here and when you when you say bipartisan that tells me let's make a deal time And that's what these little maybe little pre-meetings are. Let's make a deal.
0: I heard somebody say that they were talking to a Republican representative yesterday, and they were talking about these hearings as opposed to actually doing the impeachment process right now. And, Mm. And they asked, and I forgot which representative it was. They said, well, don't you think you have enough votes right now to impeach? He said, well, I'd like to think so, but no. And, I, and the person said, you mean there are Republicans who would not vote to impeach Biden? He says, as of right now, there might be some, yes. And I thought, well, at the very least, we should start the process so we know who they are, so we can remove them, you know? But uh, I, I thought to myself, they are the most unreliable sort the uh, the Republicans the Democrats whether you like their policy or not and for the most part I don't like their policies but they march in lockstep they 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 dance in unison I mean they just don't break rank and the Republicans are like trying to herd cats you know I mean like trying to get them all to line up it just it's the hardest thing in the Never world
1: gonna happen. Anyway. You'll never see that. You'll uh, you'll see dogs line up, but you won't see cats. That's,
0: that's true. For sure. Hey, um, I thought this was interesting, Bill. Uh, this story uh, was out yesterday. The West knew that Kiev did not have enough weapons for a successful counteroffensive when it was started a, a couple of weeks ago, but hoped mm-hmm. that the, quote, courage and resourcefulness, end quote, of the Ukrainian soldiers would, quote, Uh, compensate for this deficit. The Wall Street Journal reported this, uh, uh, I guess a couple of days ago. The Russian Ministry of Defense claims 26,000 Ukrainians have died since June 4th. 26,000. I find that figure to be mind-boggling. Nobody's talking about that. All they're saying is, oh, we're having a very strong uh, counteroffensive, and it looks like we're taking it to the Russians. How can you say that when you lose 26,000 men in, what, less than two months? That's a lot of people, Bill. That's a lot of people who were here in May who are no longer here. Uh, CNN, of all places, I, I find this hard to believe, but it's a pretty honest report. They had a reporter over in the Ukraine, and he went up to one of the frontline headquarters. You're going to have to use your mind a bit because it is a video report. You'll hear sound effects of guns and stuff like that. But he's talking to a young guy who's been on the front line, and this young Ukrainian soldier who speaks broken English, but I I don't even speak broken Ukrainian, so I applaud him. But uh, he says he, he, he sounds a bit depressed, the young Ukrainian soldier, because he says there are bodies everywhere and uh, he just sounds frustrated. Listen.
4: Secret basement bunker, part of Ukraine's 47th mechanized brigade, is desperately trying to find out how to punch through Russian lines. There are a lot of Russians. Uh, there are a lot of Russians in here and overall. Uh, they have more guns. Uh, they have more shells. Uh, and they have more people. More people. CNN was given an exclusive look at this battalion command post at the very front of Ukraine's counteroffensive in the south, filled with maps and feeds from drones. Stanislav closely watches dozens of drone feeds, helping artillery teams try to take out Russian positions. And you can see that from here. You can see how close they are. And you can tell them and we, and we guide them. You can redirect them yes, farther, yes. closer, left, right? Yes. How do you think the fight is going in your section? It's tough. It's tough. The no-man's land between the two sides is heavily pockmarked with craters from thousands of artillery rounds. But it's these little white dots, some of the countless anti-tank and anti-personnel mines that the Russians have laid that are part of what is making Ukraine's advance so limited demining teams, called sappers, bravely cross the densely mined battlefield, often under fire, to defuse or detonate the Russian mines. Tral is a sapper who just got back from a mission. We need to break through the mine barriers, he says, so that equipment and infantry can pass. The enemy uses constant artillery and mortar fire. It's hard, he says, very hard. Everyone here, soldiers and generals alike, admit that over a month into Ukraine's counteroffensive, progress is slower than they would like. They argue that the Russians had months to dig in and prepare. But Ukraine was preparing as well. Soldiers like this team getting weeks of Western training and all kinds of new equipment. Like this American armored Bradley fighting vehicle, Rarely shown to the press.
0: That's CNN, and that's uh, uh, one of their uh actually uh, good reports. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. I guess even what do they say? Even a, a stop clock uh, gets the time right twice a day. So uh, yeah, twice
1: a day—that's pretty good. Yeah. you know. I don't I know. Don't know what that percentage <laughs> is. I never figured it out. But, but you know, you gotta wonder, though. uh You know, they say the Ukraine's winning the war, but then again, you know, we're now you just proved that they're not winning the war. And since we back them, that means that we're losing that war, too, when mm-hmm. you think about it. But, yeah. I, you know, I read a story about, um, you know, they saw that this, the Soviets were parking all these vehicles in this one building for repair, you know, mm-hmm. and, and all of this. They had, like, a repair depot. And I'm going, like, hmm, interesting. I doubt it was a drone that got that intel. It had to be satellite intel. So, you know, because the Ukrainians don't have satellites that they can go to for Intel. Not like that we could give, you know, what are, what are we all giving to the Ukrainians? And, you know, when you think about it, we have the might, uh, with everything that we've shelled into this thing and money we put into it, War should have been over, or we should be in nuclear war now. One
0: of the two, you know, you know, they, they had a Bradley, uh, vehicle, right? U S yeah. uh, troop carrier. And, uh, uh, and, and it was, it cost, Tens of thousands of dollars for that equipment, and it's over there, one of many. It came out of your pocket, my pocket. Uh, by the way, people say, "Ah, well, it's only, you know, we're not there. It's just equipment. But, you know, that money could have been put into our road systems, our rail systems. It could have been done to make our country a better place. Heck, we could have put it into our health system. That money yeah. we could have uh, helped to uh, find a cure for cancer, like Joe wants to do with that money, but instead we're throwing. But it Joe out- cured cancer. Don't forget that. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. But you know the thing is the uh, the, the waste is is just uh, mind boggling. We're we're throwing good money after bad, and if we're doing it by the way, be- if we if we're doing this like we said yesterday, because Zelensky and company has blackmail on Biden. If that's why we're in this war, then this uh, is—that's this is that's all you need to know. That's treason enough. For, for us to be put as a country into a blackmail situation because of the deeds of this guy and his corrupt family, that's, that's bad enough for him to be out of office and to be in, uh, in jail, in my opinion. I mean, if you did that, Bill, if I did that, there would be no hesitation— you'd be thrown right. in the clink but this yeah. guy they keep covering for him and what does it say about like the justice department and the FBI what does it say about them you know they, not they much. they're not doing their job no you know anyway uh Pretty i sad. thought you, i thought you'd be interested in hearing that report about you know bill if if let's say hypothetically let's be hypothetical here again if putin is telling the truth and he went into claim russian territory that that is that he said was taken away from his country wrongly you know that's the uh, the section right next to right next to russia the border and, and by the way they have that now but it, if that was the reason why he went in there if he wanted to make sure that he had firmed up his control of crimea um, then maybe we're not being told the truth you know if he said that we, he said He was going there to get those 40 plus bioweapons labs that we have all along his border. We have no business doing that. We have no business having bioweapons labs in the Ukraine, but we do. And he was also going in because let's say one of those labs had an accident. Who's it going to kill? It's going to kill his people. It's going to kill his people and so he was concerned about that if they were along the Mexican border, I would hope that we would have the uh, brains to go in there and get them out of uh, put them out of business too but you know based upon our performance on our border I shouldn't make such a you know ex- we shouldn't have those kind of expectations uh, but also he also said that the Azov battalion. The Azov Battalion was another reason why he was in there. He said they were a Nazi battalion before they became brought before they were brought into the Ukrainian army during this war. They were kind of an outlier military group in the Ukraine, and they had been a part of the Nazi Party going back to World War II. I mean, in World War II, the people who were in the Azov Battalion. They didn't wear the modified SWAT sticker on their arms. They wore Hitler's SWAT sticker on his arm, on their arms. They were Nazis. So what we have in that Azov battalion right now is a direct, a direct line from 1940 right on down to 2023. And, of course, they don't want to be so overt with their support of the Nazi party. So they manipulated the label. From the, the SWAT sticker of World War II, they, they fudged it a bit and made it a little more modern, but it's the same thing. It stands for the same thing. So if Putin went into that war because of those reasons and those reasons alone, mm-hmm. we're being sold a bill of goods. You know, yeah. w- the whole story is wrong. The whole story is a lie, Bill.
1: Well, I believe that all along that... Uh... <laughs> You know, they're selling us a used car with a taped-on bumper, you know. That, yeah, you'll, um,
0: you'll, he has, only has uh, 10,000 miles used by a little old lady going back and forth to church, you know. From
1: Pasadena, no doubt, too. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. I um, know the
1: little lady. I,
0: she and, only listened to country music. You know, Bill, another story I want to bring to your attention to see what you, you thought of. Um, we've talked about the fires up in Canada that I think they're still going on.
1: Oh yeah, they still are. Yeah. We're we're due for another smoke
0: cloud, there, but yeah. there's all kinds of environmental Bill, news. if You want Bill, to talk about it? I have uh, I have something which I think was it may be connected. I'm just saying this is the conspiracy. Right, uh, the conspiracy theorist in me. Okay. All right. Major fires raging in parts of Greece and in other Mediterranean countries advanced Wednesday, causing additional deaths, destroying homes, and threatening nature reserves during a third successive wave of extreme temperatures. The summer wildfires Ah. have struck countries across the region, prompting the European Union to expand its support, sending two Spanish firefighting planes to Tunisia after uh, wildfires in neighboring Algeria left at least 34 people dead in recent days. But now we have another part of the globe that's on fire. Mm. Is that just, is that just, a coincidence. It was the hot weather that did it. Really, you know. Uh, well, there's, there's, like I
1: said, there's a lot of environmental news, and there's even a Hillary story uh-huh. because Hillary says, yeah, uh-huh. Because Hillary said the reason that we're having this heat wave, <laughs> yes, uh-huh, is 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 because of MAGA. That well doesn't that make sense? The, yeah, MA- because the if MAGA. Because you vote Democrat, you vote out MAGA, and things will cool down. That's exactly That's right. what
0: she said. It's the MAGA people, those big bad MAGA which, of course, stands for Make America Great Again. And God knows Hillary and company don't want that. Uh, but oh, she, no. she, she's saying in her latest uh, comments that uh, the MAGA people are the reason f- for the heat and uh, humidity that you're living through right now. Uh, yeah. You know,
1: now, now I'm not going to say that uh, climate change isn't happening. I am going to tell you that there is a natural progression in the world. Things, you know, have happened in cycles over years. We could be living at a time when those things are happening again. Now, they're talking about changes in the ocean currents due to, you know, climate change. You know, the polar caps have shifted before. What was at top went to the bottom, and, and everything changed. Well, we, pe- we could be going through something very close to that because here's what they're predicting that's going to start now. They're seeing it now. The currents are changing, which shifts the cold water and the flow of the, the, the warmer water. What's coming our way? Warmer water. What's going to Europe? Colder water, which they're saying starting in 2025 and forward, well, they could be going into an ice age. Well, what is that going to do here? Higher waters, flooding in New York. And uh, cities like New York and Boston. So you know, maybe you're a little bit inland in Boston.
0: Uh, you might have a beachfront house here in a couple of years. <laughs> They've been uh, saying that, Bill. They've been saying that for years. Okay, first oh, they're, they're going to keep Phil, saying it. You first, know, first of all, climate change. We we call that the weather. Okay. I mean one yeah. one day in in where I live, one day it's sixty five degrees. The next day it's ninety two. That's yeah, there's a change there. Okay. But
1: what they're saying is, and I don't buy They're they're going, well, it's because of our, our footprint. No, it's Uh. not the footprint friends. Uh, by the way, what I, what I really believe it is, if you go back and look at historical patterns, uh, the world has been here before and it, uh, it'll come around and be here again. You know, remember when the ozone? oh, boy! I'll tell you what—that hole is big. We're not going to close that. That's oh, because yeah. Because you use hairspray. Because you use hairspray. That's those right. Aerosols. And and, <laughs> and it healed I, itself. <laughs> and and so I guess everybody, nobody uses hairspray anymore. They just use gel. <laughs> but that damn thing is closed up. You know. <laughs> That's true. And you know we were going into. We had some bad cold storms. Oh, we had an ice age in coming. the seventies. Back in the 70s. Oh, I remember And then it turned around, and we've had some heat waves. Well, we're having it again, and we've had flooding. Look at California. Now, I remember as a kid growing up, Mm -hmm. we had the torrential rains. I was a kid, uh, you know, in the 60s, late 60s. And uh, I didn't really know or understand much, but the simple fact was there was this community called Tulare, all right, and the, the basin there where it's agricultural, well it used to be a big lake. I mean you could go to that lake and look across and it was like you know going to Lake Erie looking across it looked like an ocean. It was big. Yeah. Not that deep but it was big. Army Corps of Engineers came in, drained it and turned it into one of the biggest agricultural valleys around. And it stayed that way for years. The floods came in 1969, reclaimed and- it. <laughs> reclaimed it, and when you'd look, and they had to, they had to draw water back in on the map. That it was it was Tulare Lake, but you know it drained and. Dried How would you out like over to have end. a
0: farm there, Bill. You trust the government? Uh, you, we'll give you a hundred acres of uh, Tul- Tulare Lake farmland. You'll love it. Really, it'll be great. Put a lot of money into it. Invest. Plant all all the corn you need right there. We'll take care of you, and then. <laughs>
1: Well, we and, used to take Sunday rides, and I remember going to Cochrane, you know, and uh, I won't even mention that story, but we'd go to Cochrane and then there was this one road you'd go down, and you better slow down as you're going up the hill because when you come down, you were dropping into Tulare Lake, mm-hmm. and you would see the water right there. It's like, and you'd look out, and it was an ocean. Tops, the very tip-tops of telephone poles just ricketing down <laughs> and going underwater. That's how it looked. It yes. got reclaimed back to regular land. Now, you know, we had that big drought out west here just – we were talking about it six months ago, right? Yeah. And then they're talking, climate change, climate change. Well, of course, now they've gotten all the torrential rains. Guess what happened to Tulare? What Look happened? it up. Look up Tulare right now, and you will see it's underwater again. The <laughs> lake reclaimed itself again, and they're going, I mean – you're, the well, gallons yeah. of water. Yeah.
0: You, you could float a yacht out there, a big yacht. So well, uh, they, they have been saying, when I was a young man, uh, they said we were headed towards an ice age, really. Pretty soon there'll be glaciers moving down again, and it'll reclaim everything, and we're, we're doomed. That's what they said. And then, of course, someone said, well, we're not, it's not actually happening, so what can we do to k- keep the public uh, on tenders? What can we do? I know what we can do reverse it. We're going into a heat wave. We're going into a, a climate change. Uh, not climate change. They didn't call it climate change. They call it we're going into a, a heat wave that would rise in temperatures. That right. that really didn't happen either. So somebody said, wait a second, we can't keep bouncing around like this. We've got to do something something different. Let's call it climate change. I mean, how can we be wrong with that? Climate change. Whatever happens, we're covered. And uh, that's what well, they're doing. It is.
1: But, you know, what I'm saying is a lot of this is a natural process. I'm not saying that we haven't done things that do, th- do things and have an effect, but it's minuscule compared to Mother Nature itself. And she's going to do what she's going to do. And, you know, if there's going to be a rapid change, that was in the books from the heavens since the beginning of time. And it's going to be
0: that way long after we are dead and gone. You know what gets me, Bill? I've I've read this many many times, and I believe this to be true. When we have one volcanic eruption, one volcanic eruption, all of the climate, uh, all of the efforts that we do to be, um, you know, better citizens of the world when it comes to climate are mm-hmm. erased because that one volcano will do more damage to the environment than anything that all of mankind on the planet could possibly do. Think about that for a second. What's happening, essentially, is that Mother Earth is causing the problem, okay? The volcano is causing the problem. When you have some massive eruption, do you remember the eruption they had in Iceland that was so bad about 15 or 20 years ago that airplanes couldn't fly in Europe? They couldn't fly out of England because the massive plume of ash that was, bur- you know, thrown into the air from Iceland, and, and it, covered, it covered Paris. And and well, pe- people think it's, it's us that are doing it. We are so... Get
1: ready for it. Yeah, we've always heard about volcanoes all during our life, you know, some erupting in Hawaii and stuff like that that are still active. But, you know, it, it's not that many. Well, apparently now we've got several major and we're talking a couple of super volcanoes. Uh, yeah, how about Yellowstone, Bill? Yeah. Well, Yellowstone, it's it's a matter of time, but it's showing evidence that it's going to do something too. But there are other big ones over around the planet, and they're planet killer ones that are sitting there, they are actually they're going, this thing is gonna blow. It's it's not when, it's not if, it's when and it's a it's a very soon when that these things are happening, we yeah. didn't. Uh, what we've done hasn't changed any of that. And then you take into account, you know, so the Earth is not cooling; it's 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 doing what it's always done. And they talk about the sun burning out. Do you know the sun is actually heating up right now, and it's going to cause some geomagnetic crap? It's, it's doing it now. Bill.
0: It's doing it. Yeah, now. that's what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: it's doing it right now. Yeah, and so I'm sitting there going. We can't affect any of this, and they've even discovered the a arrogance small little... on the
0: part of the left is just mind-boggling. Bill, the arrogance to think to think that man is the problem. There's so many other things that affect our planet other than man, like the like we just said, the volcanoes. The volcanoes, in one fell swoop, one massive eruption, can all the good that we do to improve our environment is gone it's wiped out with the massive eruption and and like you said there are a, a number of different volcanoes that are uh, on the edge right now and we talked to, about yellowstone they're, they're, that's scary if that one goes off that could change our country as we know it now if you do your homework yellowstone's not the only super volcano that
1: we have in the united states right down below it there's a line of them going all the way down into the southwest. I think there's three altogether.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I don't, you know, I I, I don't remember all. The are they connected, Bill? They're connected. They're dormant. The other two are very dormant, but that uh, Yellowstone was dormant. Mount, was it Mount
0: was it Mount Saint Helens dormant?
1: Absolutely.
4: And there's even
1: indications that she's uh she's doing stuff. Well, you've got the Ring of Fire that goes you know with the uh, san andreas faults and everything sure. and then yeah. the, the the but if you look up the ring of fire it goes around you know the west coast and up through alaska and then around circles around and comes back around through the other side i'm sitting there going point that we're making in all of this is that you know yeah we might be contributors in the world of pollution but it is not going to change what Mother Nature is going to do. As a matter of fact, if we do something too much, she's just going to wipe us out anyway. And if you sit there, and I'm not saying we shouldn't go
0: and try to be a cleaner society. Absolutely should. I mean, I was just thinking, I'm, I'm one of these guys, Bill, who I believe that recycling is good, getting rid of, don't throw plastics in the ocean. Uh, so you want animals to be able, you don't want them to get caught up in netting and things like that. Uh, you want to be a better citizen of the world, but, I don't, but think, I don't think that we alone are the problem or, or no, we we're alone not. can fix
1: it. No, we alone cannot fix it. doesn't mean stop doing what you're doing, but I'm just saying, don't get suckered into the hype that you've got to do it immediately because otherwise it's imminent all because of us. China is even bigger than we are, oh, yeah. Lutens, and they're running away from doing anything cautious. They are creating more and more pollutants as they Bill, they're go. they're building
0: more and more coal-fired power plants every single Damn week. Right. A new one, A new one coming online. So we're, know, we're trying to get rid of coal-fired power plants here and every week a new one opens up in China. Ah, oh, but we're such a big country. Guess what, folks? Take a good
1: look at the globe and look how much of the real estate that we actually occupy yeah. of the planet Earth. It ain't that much. No. So what we do, it it's... But you know, it's significant, but not enough. The
0: politicians want you to feel that there's an urgency and a desperation, it's and they want it because of control and money, money. They 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 make a lot of money by making you uh, toe the line. You know, it, it, just look at John Kerry. He, he, I mean, he he goes around the world telling the world how. We should all uh, cut back on this and cut back on that, and don't use gas engines and use electric and all these things. Then he hops on a jet airplane, a private jet airplane, and flies around the world, which I mean throws out a lot of pollutants. And he was questioned and cornered by a reporter a couple of weeks ago, and he said, "Well, I don't have a jet airplane. Oh, I don't. I don't fly on a jet. I don't have a jet not. airplane. He it was his wife's. No, it was oh, his wife. Yeah. And then, and then." That didn't seem to, to work, so they sold the jet airplane that they owned to uh, a company in Connecticut who then leased it back to his company. So he could say, I don't own a private airplane, which is technically true, because he sold they sold their private airplane to a leasing company, which then rents it back to him to use. I, I, I question whether it ever even left the uh, the hangar. <laughs> where, you know, where it's always stayed. He is, uh, but that's an example of it's good for thee, but not for me. These are rules for you, but not for me. And I, that's how they live on the other side. Do you think Hillary is terribly concerned about the environment? Do you think she Hell changes no. her her world one iota? Nope, not at all. All she cares about is adrenochrome. <laughs> yeah, right. Make sure she gets her supply. Um before we go any any further we should we're a little late with this but we should point out that we that are late. we're looking and we're considering some uh, advertisers we're still not sure who they are or even if we do it i mean we'd like to talk to some people who are interested in advertising on our podcast it reaches millions of people around the world it reaches numerous countries germany france england but it covers also the the Fifty states in the U.S. nicely. It's a, it's a it's doing amazingly well for a podcast that was started by two retired broadcasters. But um, oh, who were they? <laughs> you and me. But, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it, it costs money to run this thing, and uh, would like and also there is an incentive to grow it. We'd like to make it a, a a more vibrant and bigger program. We'd like you know if we have. 5 million or 10 million people listening right now. I know the thing at the end of the show says we have 200 million, but I mean, I think that's in our dreams, but, um, I do think that we have, uh, room for growth and I would also like to be able to pr- by, to, to promote it more and that costs yeah. money, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know what? We don't have the luxury of, you know, we're, we are on the internet, but you know, I was discussing this with somebody last night. I said, you know, the difference between us is, even though we come from a broadcast background and we've we've worked at stations all over this great land of ours, but the simple fact is, you can poo-poo radio all you want, but it has a built-in audience, mm-hmm. and that gives a backbone for a lot of podcasts. Well, there's a handful of podcasts that are su- successful. But they're all. They started with radio. They're radio based, and sure. that built the podcast. You know, when you look at the amount of people out there, the fact that we have a significant audience uh, is—it's it, a pretty stand-up thing right there. Yeah. The simple fact that there's so many people. Are, oh, get on the internet and do this and that and that. It ain't that easy, folks. It's just not a. It's not a cakewalk, and you—you you, just because you got a microphone, a mixer, and an internet connection. And you might have the best show in the world. It does not make you uh, the king of the land. And uh, we, have, we have some nice real estate with what we're doing, but uh, we want it to grow bigger and uh, to do that. And how
0: would this benefit you as a, an advertiser? You'd, I, I, you're listening, right? You're listening right now. So that, that says that the program is worth listening to. And uh, there are thousands like you around the world at this very moment listening to the program. And uh, if you have a business that you want to get the word out, uh, this would be a good platform. It's cost effective. And it's a way for you to show your patriotism. It's also a way to say, "Hey, look at, this is what I believe too. You know? You know, by the way, what our beliefs are, because we've been doing this for over 400 episodes and uh it's out there the platform is open for anybody to look at we're yeah. conservative we're pro america we love this country we're we're people of faith we have a belief in god and uh that's kind of it and to think that we would have to explain that by the way it's just mind boggling uh, or even defend well,
1: that yeah I, I i it's hard to believe that but you know we are actually entering a time that this is going to be the most important time uh, in in the history of doing any kind of show that's political because the election that will be coming up next year is of such great importance win or lose. There's going to be a lot to talk about and a lot of work to be done. And you're not going to learn about it unless there's people like us that are there to talk to you about it and at least explain it. Now, if it goes south, Podcast go away. If it goes north, then we'll be around, but it's still going to be a hard job. We're we entering some tough times. If you want and to contact you us,
0: you can call. I, I should point this out. If you want to talk to Bill or myself, you can call 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868. You won't get us. You get a recording. You leave a message and a phone number, and we'll get back to you. Tell us that you want to Talk to us about possibly advertising on It's Another Day with Jim and Bill. And then there's
1: mail at itsanotherday.com. Just checked the mail this morning. We have a lot of mail in there, but it's all yes. press releases and things like that. And, uh, you know... Uh,
0: the politicians we gotta, know we're here.
1: <laughs> yeah, they know we're here. And, you know, guys, we already got your number. We got we, we know what you're about. <laughs> and I'm not saying that in a sarcastic way because we get it from both sides. But... Um, and I don't really really look at those. You know, maybe mm. I should. But Hey, Bill, I,
0: a couple of follow-up stories uh, before we, we have to get out of here. Uh, mm-hmm. Fox News employees wish to donate to the Satanic Temple through a charitable company app. Uh, the company reportedly no longer will match that donation. Fox has decided that it wasn't a good move to have said that they would match contributions to the Satanic Temple. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean... Who the hell is running these, these organizations? For God's sakes, you know, you, you're talking to an audience. The, the people who built Fox, the audience that built Fox, are people who are like us. God, country, and apple pie, right? And and yeah. to, to, to think that they can be supporting the satanic temple and get away with it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, you remember that story you ran a while back? It was the audio of uh, NPR where people should eat bugs. Oh, yeah. 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 NPR now is saying that was
0: right-wing propaganda. Uh, It never (laughs) happened. Even though, though, by the way, that it was an actual (laughs) audio clip from NPR, you know? Yeah, it really was. Uh, Um, By the way, if you are a swimmer. Yeah. Uh, The aquatics? Yeah. World Aquatics, the governing body for the International Swimming Competition, has announced a new open category for transgender swimmers. That was yeah, a no-brainer. I think,
1: that, I think that's good. As a matter of fact, I think other, other uh, sports should follow suit. And let's see uh, how long these transgender people want to compete in uh, any
0: kind of well, you sporting know, Jesse, event. Because- the guy who leads the World Aquatic uh, Congress, his name is Al Musulam, M-U-S-A-L-L-A-M. Uh, um, he said... This is a very complex topic, and I'm thinking you've got to be kidding me. It's about as complex uh, as wait a second. We have men, we have women, and we have transgenders. Okay, they all have a separate category. Let's go have lunch. You know, but yeah. Uh, but, so
1: according uh, according to a new survey, now people uh, believe that Hollywood has made it uh, well uncool to be a mas- um, a macho man. You know, oh, really? Be, uh, any kind of masculinity is just not cool. So the like days of Arnold
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, no, yeah, you can't yeah. be a
1: man's man anymore. Oh you know? my God! I, I looked in the mirror this morning, yes, and uh, you know it. Uh,
0: I asked it if I was a beautiful man, and it winked at me. But you know, <laughs> but you know, I also heard that they're concerned that Hollywood may collapse. Hollywood right now, because of the strikes, oh, may collapse. I that's mean, an
1: entire show. I know. You know. I mean, movies are going to, you know, better get out your old movies and dust them off because uh-huh. uh, the point is uh, things are going to Hades in a handbasket. Elon Musk, he's in the news suggesting that LeBron James' son, mm-hmm. uh, his uh, cardiac arrest may have been linked to uh, a COVID vax. Uh, he Boy, says it seems cannot- to be
0: happening a lot, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. That seems to be happening he's,
1: a lot. Ooh. He said we cannot ascribe to the fact that it's all COVID-related, but then again, we can't do the opposite either. So in yeah. other words,
0: you know, but he's he's kind of linking them together. And, uh, and one more little quickie, uh, Florida-based retail health company Mercola Market and its employees were shocked when J.P. Morgan Chase Bank Suddenly terminated their bank accounts without explanation. Think about that person. Now, I have accounts with JP Morgan, Chase, uh, and I mean, are they going to do this to everyone? They don't like their political moves. I mean, it was a political decision, apparently. Although uh, the people at the bank, uh, when they were asked for a comment, said, We can't comment uh, on a sudden. What do they do with the money? I would imagine that they. Probably send it back to the uh, to the customer. Uh, hope so. They don't. They I don't. So they can't keep it, Bill. I, I mean, yeah. but then again, it is the twenty third, twenty twenty three, and things <laughs> crazier things have happened. Uh, so one
1: other story here: uh, Jim Jordan wanting Zuckerman to uh, hand over documents on government involvement uh, in censorship. I wonder if that's going to happen.
0: Well, you know, gosh knows, but. Uh, Time will tell, and we've run out of time for today. If you want to contact us, very simple. We mentioned it a little while ago, 833-538-7868. The phone number, 833-538-7868.
1: Then there's mail at itsanotherday.com. You know what? I'd love to hear from you folks. I, I'm tired of all the... The, the chain emails that we're getting from politicians, I don't want them to quit sending because I know they're listening, but, uh, you know, I do want to hear from just individuals, and I know that we're kind of, you know, our show doesn't really call for anybody to, you know, call in and suggest- participate. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. We're, we're kind of, you know, our, our, our stories are posed and, you know, questions answered, at least we try to do that, so... Hey, we've done another great show, and you know what? We were kind of worried at the beginning of the show because the Absolutely. news today was kind of... Well, you know, you started a diet, and I know that when you
0: when you go on that, you're like you get in this funk, man. Like, <laughs> well, you know, I, I mean, what, I, I'm thinking that all I can get right now, all I can think about is like pizza. You know, I mean, I don't I don't do that when I'm not dieting, but you know, when you're dieting, y- your mind starts to play games, and you're like, oh, you, oh boy. It's Didn't going to I... take
1: you about a week. It's going to take you a week to two weeks to sit there and get into the groove. Once you get into it, you're able to walk in the store and go, "Well, that looks good," and keep on walking and not stop and go.
0: Ooh, that would be great right now. How much did you lose, Bill? You, you don't ever... want to know. You uh, don't go want ahead. To know. Tell me. Tell me. Go ahead. Tell well, me. Well, you know,
1: I'm I'm six two, yeah, and I weighed two sixty five. Uh huh. I'm still 6'2", and I weigh two o four. Wow, the bulk of that was done. The bulk of that was done in the first thirty days, and I'm not going to. It was not anything that was stupid and drastic or anything.
0: It was not a medicated thing. Mm -hmm. But um, you know what though, Bill, and I, I I think that when you go to heaven, you know, when you finally meet your maker, heaven to me will be a place where you can have all the pizza you want, and it tastes every mouthful tastes like the first time you ever had it. Ice cream is abundant, it's cold, and it's delicious, and you can have that as much as you want. Actually, it's not just a food. In heaven, those things are health foods. <laughs> uh, well, it's, a nice ver- it's,
1: a, it's a nice version of heaven.
0: <laughs> yes, you know? like, I can dream. Hey, my friend, uh, it's time for you. Have you have you warmed up? Are you ready to do your traditional hey, You ending? know what?
1: Since my diet, uh-huh. I can
0: tell you this. What's that?
1: I've got more energy than I had when I was 25 years old. All right. And that that energy goes from head to toe,
0: and it doesn't stop anywhere. All right. Every, All right. Everything. That's good to hear. Actually, more information than we needed. Well, Bob, just but explaining for you. He, here's a way to prove how much energy you have.
1: Either, Hasta la vista, baby! We're
0: out of here! I think you just woke up the neighbors. <laughs>